Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. We are live here on this Wednesday night and bringing you some thoughts during the course of this program about, well, what did Pelosi do today? What is Justice Breyer doing tomorrow? And what is the president doing on in response to the Dobbs abortion case? These are some of the questions we'll look at over these next 30 minutes. We'll pray for you. So if you would um, uh, leave me your prayer requests. Let us know. Let us all know how we can pray for you and your family. It's always good to see where you are from. I like Max's comment. Uh, don't believe in the Democrats anymore. Yeah, and it's their own fault, right? I mean, they have gone so off the track. Not Remember, it's not just a disagreement on policy. It's a disagreement on principle. And I'm always talking to the clergy about the difference between those two things because You know, when it comes to uh, principle, we are obliged to speak up. We can't be neutral. A lot of clergy are saying, oh, we have to be neutral in regard to politics. There's a certain sense in which uh, that's true when you look at the mission of the church as compared with that of the state. But not when it comes to principle. You can't be neutral on principle. We're supposed to be proclaiming and, and teaching people to observe the principles behind the gospel and 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 uh, the founding vision of these uh, of this nation is very much rooted in the gospel well you know what i'm you know what i'm saying so uh yes i see prayer comments there and um mike uh uh i think you got a typo there uh, uh when he says he says republicans are actually communists oh mike i just unleashed a, a whole barrage of comments that are going to be directed towards you. Now, you mean Democrats. Uh, you mean Democrats. Oh, no, I don't mean Democrats. Well, you know, what what, what universe are you living in? Um, you know, actually, Dinesh D'Souza's book, Death of a Nation, ought to be on your required reading list. And uh, Pamela has it right. Democrats have no principles or morals. You know, it's like President Trump said the other night, right, in his speech. Uh, well, actually, it was no, it was when I was with him at Ralph Reed's conference a couple of weekends ago. He said, this is a war against morality itself that the left is waging. And it's true. They don't want to acknowledge any stable moral principles. It's all up to our own choice. I did a an interview for an hour today with uh, Alan Keyes. He had me on on his program, and uh, we were talking about this very thing, that uh, the uh, principles uh, on which the nation was founded, believing in the law of nature and of nature's God, um, were um, are being deliberately attacked in the name of power. Uh, let's see. Um, somebody said something about, let's see, uh, Clinton and Obama. All right, I'm going to get to our scripture here in uh, just a second. Uh, but somebody said, oh, there wasn't any picture of Clinton and Obama. Um, yeah, so uh, we are going to, uh, you know, I always remember when we started these broadcasts, the, the, pre- the picture of President Trump. Some people who were used to seeing me, you know, on other broadcasts that we do from here. Um, and uh, 
they said, why is there a picture of President Trump there? I said, well, if he weren't where he is, we wouldn't be where we are. And those of you that have been watching me for a while, you, you've heard me say that and you know exactly what I mean. His fight for religious freedom. Our organization, our ministry that is saving lives uh, throughout the country and around the world and fighting abortion and proclaiming the teachings of the gospel was threatened, as were countless other ministries and employers of various companies by the Obama slash Biden administration with the HHS mandate. It was a mandate that told us we had to put coverage in our health insurance plans that we offer our employees uh, for things like abortion and contraception, which, which we oppose in conscience. How do, you, how do you force a citizen to violate their conscience? You give a citizen a choice between following the law or following the faith, that's against the law. The Religious Freedom Restoration Act the Constitution itself, the free exercise of religion. So we went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And it was only the uh, inauguration of President Trump and the actions of his administration to free us and many other institutions from that mandate uh, that saved us from crippling fines and who knows what else would have happened. You know, we have to get our heads on straight and recognize who are the good guys and who are the bad guys. Um, the slightest thought that President Trump is a bad person, bad president, the, the slightest thought that anyone has in that direction, I say to them, you could not possibly, if you tried, be more on the wrong side of history. Plus, you may be well advised to see a psychologist because Trump derangement syndrome is a real disease. I'm not using rhetoric here. It's a real disease. And we really want people to find healing and peace. Go get some therapy. Go get some therapy. Do some reading, too. You might want to start with... Uh, a list of the accomplishments of the Trump administration, and just take a red pen and X out the ones you think were bad for the country. But read the list of the accomplishments. Don't read the, the sick thoughts in your own imagination uh, about uh, uh, the wrong things that he has done, because that's poison that has been fed to you by a group of people who couldn't care any less about you as well as about the rest of the country. So for all those Trump derangement uh, people out there, you have, you, 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 you are, first of all, again, even if you tried, even if you lived a hundred years and tried hard from morning to night every day, you could not be more on the wrong side of history. Um, and secondly, please get yourself some help. You're an embarrassment to all the rest of us who have some measure of sanity and common sense. All right, let's go to scripture, uh, go to chapter six here, starting with verse five in the book of Romans. If we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that our sinful body might be done away with so that we might no longer be in slavery to sin. For a dead person has been absolved from sin. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. 
We know that Christ, once raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no more power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as being dead to sin and living with God in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, we praise you that we have died to sin. Lord, we leave our sins in the tomb. We rise with Christ and we stand up in the light of day, in the light of virtue, in the light of grace, to live a new life, a life in your spirit, a life conformed to the image of your Son. Father, lead us constantly back to the Son. Draw us to Him, for no one can come to Him unless you, the Father, draw Him. Thank you, Lord, for drawing us to the Son, to His grace, to His gospel, to His kingdom. Thank you for drawing our nation there. Keep our nation on the path of righteousness. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about what Justice Breyer is going to do tomorrow. But I was wondering how many of you have this newest version of the red hat, the one that says Ultra MAGA. So we have the Make America Great Again. We have the Keep America Great. We have the Trump 2024. But this one, I got this one at uh, Ralph Reed's uh, conference, Road to Majority, a couple of weekends ago when I spoke. Ultra MAGA, really nice. And... uh, Wear these hats with pride, brothers and sisters, because, again, we are a part of the greatest political movement in American history. There's no question about that. I know you believe that along with me. The greatest political movement in American history. It is only just beginning. And the leader of this movement, President Trump, has more support now than before. There's a dynamics that are happening here. He continues, as as we saw in yesterday's primary, continues a fantastic track record of uh, his success in endorsements. His endorsed candidates keep winning all over the country and at every level of government. So it's an amazing, amazing, phenomenal movement that we are in, and we're proud to be part of it. So tomorrow... We are going to have at 12 noon the retirement of Justice Stephen Breyer. He is leaving the Supreme Court. He had announced some months ago, as you know, his intention to retire. But this now is the formal letter making it official that he will retire because tomorrow morning the court will announce its final decisions of this term last day of June, and uh, we will uh, see what those those last two decisions say, and uh, one of them will have to do with the uh, Texas versus Biden, you know, the uh, stay in Mexico policy. Uh, we should have um, uh, victory in that. So we'll see in the morning about these last two decisions of the term. But then Breyer is done. Breyer has finished. Sadly, he has a terrible track record. Uh, on the court, uh, his support of unlimited abortion, his support even of partial birth abortion is a total disgrace. Uh, it, it really is. I mean, partial birth abortion, you know what that is, right? Where where the birth process is used 
as the process of killing the child. The child is put in a breech position, delivered feet first, and then dangling from the womb. Sorry for the, 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 the really graphic uh, nature of this. But scissors are then inserted in the back of the neck at the base of the skull to extract the brains of the child. We're not making this up. This is an abortion procedure. In fact, I talked personally more than once to the doctor who, whose paper by which he taught other physicians how to do this very procedure made it known back in the mid, well, the early 90s. And in the mid 90s, Congress voted a couple of times to um, prohibit this procedure. President Clinton vetoed the vote of Congress to ban the procedure. He vetoed it twice. And then George W. Bush, of course, was elected and Congress passed this law again and he signed it into law. That was in 2003. Then there was challenged. It went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And then in 2007, the court upheld the law. In other words, it upheld the prohibition of this partial birth abortion procedure. But in the it actually, the, the, the procedure itself went up to the Supreme Court twice. There was a case in 2000 stemming out of Nebraska. And then the case in 2007 stemmed from the law that Congress passed. And Breyer, well, he voted the wrong way. Somehow that it's constitutional. You, can you imagine this? Somehow that it's constitutional. Or I should put it the other way, that it's unconstitutional to prohibit, to protect a baby from a process that sticks scissors in the back of his neck while he's half-delivered? You gotta be crazy. You literally have gotta be crazy to an evil. I know what a lot of you are saying. Yeah, evil, just plain evil. To support something like this, to allow it, to per, to, to permit it in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so that's what Breyer is doing. Hey, listen, let's 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 pray right now. We don't hate anybody. We we can hate their policies. We can hate their ideas. But let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the institution of the Supreme Court. Our founders uh, had great wisdom in giving this to us. We pray for all the justices on the court. Lord, when we go into the Supreme Court, we notice that the chairs are all of a different size because they are made particularly, specifically uh, for each justice. And so, Lord, we know that as we pray for the justices, we have to pray for them, uh, for the graces that each of them specifically needs, because each needs different kinds of prayers, blessings, and graces. And as Justice Breyer retires from the court, Lord, send your Holy Spirit upon him as he looks back at his, his, his decisions, as he looks back on his career on the court. Lord, may there be some ray of light. May there be some ray of truth that helps him to see the mistakes that he has made on the court, that helps him to see uh, the difference between right and wrong in regard to these fundamental moral principles, 
Lord, as we know, people can disagree, people of goodwill can disagree on some of the nuances of the law or the Constitution. But Lord God, when it comes to killing a baby in the process of being born, awaken the conscience of this man and the conscience of this nation more and more to what is true and what is good. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, now I already saw some comments here and can't continue uh, uh, giving me your uh, your thoughts and questions, but uh, I see uh, some comments about this, what Pelosi just did in Rome again, at the Vatican again. Oh, well, of course, of course. What better thing to do politically when you're starting to get in hot water because your archbishop and various other bishops agreeing with him tell you publicly what they've already been telling you privately, that you cannot receive communion. Why? Because you're for the killing of babies. It's not just that you disagree with the church on abortion. See, friends, it's more than this is This is not I like uh, 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 Callie's comments. Pelosi's the uh, queen of clowns. Um, and uh, let, let's scroll up. I saw another comment there, something about the Pope. Um, and... Uh, uh, your boss, the Pope, well, first of all, no, no, he's not my boss. Philip, your boss, the Pope, isn't standing for God and what is right and good. I got plenty of problems with uh, things that he uh, says and, uh, and does. Um, but brothers and sisters, you know, is there any um, doubt that when somebody is in a position of church leadership, whether it's in the Catholic Church or any other uh, denomination, is there any doubt that that person is responsible for one thing and one thing only, and that is to be a faithful witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Uh, I say this uh, all the time, um, and it, at every level of the church and at every opportunity I get, we are not preaching, Paul says it in scriptures, right? We're not preaching our own gospel. Uh, we are responsible for bearing witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, the good thing about that is that it's wide open and it's known to all of us. So you and I can tell when a clergyman, when a pastor, a bishop, a pope, you and I can tell when that person is not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ because the gospel we, we, we know. We know it by reading it. We know it through the Spirit. And so this is not a matter of any kind of mystery. And we should all together hold every pastor of the gospel accountable for proclaiming the gospel. Now, what I was saying about Pelosi, so now what better to do when her bishop is calling her out about or not receiving communion? Because she says, it's not just that she disagrees with the teaching of the church. It's more than that. She's avidly and on a practical level expanding abortion she's leading votes in the congress on to the on the most pro-abortion bills in history to take away any restrictions to allow it right up until birth to take away parental involvement laws or reasonable regulations on the procedure she's running in the to, running in the opposite direction she's working to secure more funding for it trying to force you and me to pay for it on and on and on the litany goes of how this woman is from a position of influence in the government pushing for abortion, not just a matter of disagreeing, 
She's pushing for baby killing. And so, you know, the church stands up and says something and she says, ah, well, here's what we can do politically. Let's go and take, get a hand, photo of a handshake with the Pope. Now she goes over there and she also receives communion. Now my understanding that was that the Pope was there presiding at some kind of mass or service, but uh, I, I, I don't know that he was the one actually distributing communion. But she goes up and receives communion. Well, of course. Well, of course. Because she justifies this in her head and, and, and some priest that she consults with tells her it's justified as well. It's not. It's not. How can you be received? Well, whatever we, we believe about the Eucharist, of course, different Christian denominations have different theologies of the Eucharist. That's fine. We're not talking about that right now. But how can you be receiving Jesus and refusing to receive his babies. The babies Jesus knit together wonderfully in their mother's wombs, life reflecting the image of God as Scripture teaches us, don't they belong to him? Doesn't he want us to love our neighbor, and aren't they our neighbor too? So Pelosi, you're on the wrong track, and you're a scandal, not just to the Catholic faith that you proclaim to adhere to, but to the Christian gospel clear across the body of Christ. You're a scandal. You're a disgrace. You're making a mockery of the whole thing. Oh, I want Jesus. Again, whatever you believe about the, the Lord's Supper and whatnot, you're receiving communion. You're saying, I want to be in union with Jesus. So come on, Lord, come to me. I want to come to you. But the babies over here that you created, no, 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 no. Away with them. So come away. I receive you. I reject them. Is that possible, brothers and sisters? Can we love the God we do not see while rejecting or hating the brother that we do see? Scripture says that's not possible. That is not possible. Um, so shame on her. Shame on Pelosi. And we as believers, whether we're Catholic or not, uh, need to um, speak up about this. All right, I see your comments coming in. A lot of support for uh, for this, uh, what we are saying. And uh, Jesse is saying, Father Frank, how far does God allow someone to commit sin, such a to commit such atrocity, supporting killing on board and then receiving communion? Um, I wouldn't test him any further on this, right? And I think you would agree. I wouldn't test the Lord any further on this. It's is serious stuff. Uh, and um, this is very serious stuff. Uh, now, Kayla is answer, asking an interesting scriptural question. Uh, Father, do you believe that the anger and rage from the public over an action that will protect human life, okay, yeah, and we see that, right? Uh, this, uh, uh, all this um, frantic objections to the Dobbs decision. Does that show that lawlessness is abounding and their love is growing cold, as Jesus speaks of in Matthew 24? Is this proof that we are living in the end times? I think so, because I don't think you can get colder than that. These people are, they're cold, they're, they're, they're expressing support for, for, for cold-blooded murder not that all those that, were ha that are having abortions know exactly what they are doing. Many of them don't. 
Uh, we work with them all the time. We, we help to bring mercy and compassionate healing to those who have had abortions. So it's not like they have this uh, heartless, uh, uh, fully aware, uh, free um, heart and mind in doing what, what, what they're doing. Some do. Uh, many don't. But it's the supporters of it that are even more guilty. Uh, it's the ones who know full well what's going on, and they are advocating for it, and they are celebrating, and they are ranting and raving against a decision that doesn't even take away legal abortion. You know, the Dobbs decision did not take up his policy position on abortion. What it said was the people should decide it, not the unelected justices of the court. That's what the decision said. So then you see these people frantically hooting and hollering and screaming. So you say, well, what is, what is it? What are they after? They want unrestricted abortion, not necessarily for themselves. So what is, there's like a demonic spirit going on there. There's a total lack of reverence for life, total lack of warmth and affection for the human baby. Uh, this is, it's, it's, it, it does remind us of that verse in, um, Matthew 24, doesn't it? Now, the fact that we're in the end times doesn't tell us how much time we have. It really doesn't. We don't, uh, we don't know. We don't know. So, um, yeah. Um, now, who's a comedian? Let's see. Well, somebody said something about a comedian here. Oh, yes. Mike Weaver, are you a comedian? Have you heard, never heard of you? Yeah, we've never heard of him. Who knows who he is? Um, so, brothers and sisters, one other thing. The Biden administration, in response to that Dobbs case, has now announced a plan. You see, just like these people yelling and screaming on the streets, so the guy who's sitting in the White House, he's announced a plan to expand abortion. Hey, Biden, did you read the Dobbs decision? There's a branch of government called the legislative branch. It's got a federal part of it called the Congress. It's got state legislatures. Did you read about that? They make the decisions about policy because you know what? They're accountable to us, the people. We make policy now, not the unelected justices of the court. And you don't write law either. Yeah, you got these federal agencies. You can do certain things. But why are you pushing for something that the American people don't want. American people don't want to expand abortion. If anything, survey after survey shows that the American people want more restrictions on abortion. Why are you pushing in the opposite direction? Why are you doing that? So what Biden says is, let me give you a couple of the specifics here. It says through his uh, pro-abortion fanatic over there, Becerra at the uh, Department of HHS, all options are on the table. Well, not exactly, okay? You don't write law, all right? Don't forget that. Go read the Constitution. We will do everything within the legal limit of the law to reach patients and support providers. Well, within the legal limit of the law, yeah, I take that with a little grain of salt. But he says he'll work with federal law enforcement agencies to assure that states cannot ban abortion pills as some Republican-led states have tried to do. Okay. Yeah, these drugs kill babies whose hearts have already beaten millions of times. Millions of times. 
Oh, yeah, we want more pills to kill these babies. You know what the pills do? They starve the baby. We're going to go into this more in a, in a future program because we're running out of time here. But the progesterone in a pregnancy provides nutrition to the child developing in the womb. These abortion drugs are a false progesterone that interferes with the action of the real stuff. So cuts off the nutrition to the baby. That's how it works. It's like um, putting a, a key into a into a uh, lock, which is the wrong key, but you know sometimes it goes all the way in, but then it doesn't turn, and therefore the thing is still locked and it's keeping the real key from going in. That's what these abortion drugs do to the progesterone, and the baby's starved. And then a second dose of of drugs induces contractions to take the now starved dead baby and expel the baby from the body. This is what the Brandon administration wants more of, more and more and more and more and more. Wow. They're really serving America, aren't they? You know, friends, this is, it's such a disgrace that when we are really, when we're really angry, and this is why, you know, I, it's understandable why people around this country are are so so I think the word is is disgusted disgusted to the to the nth degree at what is going on here with this administration why why are they doing this why do they have this lust for killing babies it's just well it should bring us to prayer and let's do that right now once again lord we see these people in the administration coming up with plans to expand the killing of babies. Lord, we are we are dismayed. We are astonished at this. Lord, we see evil right in front of us. We see the, the end times here. We see when people have lost all mooring to, to morals and to natural affection. Scripture warns us that there will come a time when, when, when people will lose all natural affection. Lord God, we ask for protection. We ask for protection against this pervasive evil. We ask for protection on our government officials. Lord, those that are pro-life and are working against this evil, give them an extra dose of your spirit. Give them extra perseverance and strength. Make them vocal. Make them effective. Lord God, bless and protect them. And for those that are doing wrong, Lord, we can only ask you, convict them of the sin that they are involved in and change their minds and hearts. Lord, we also ask that the voters may be motivated in this election to do even more, to elect candidates who love America, who actually work for the good of America, rather than those who actually work for its destruction. Lord, we want to lift up to you all the prayers of the viewers tonight, uh, prayers for health, prayers for wisdom and guidance, prayers for consolation and sorrow. Prayers for those who are taking tests, those who are looking for jobs, those who are persecuted for living their faith. Lord, so many prayers. Prayers of gratitude for blessings that you have given in their lives. Lord, we all join together right now, patriots and disciples from across this nation and around this world. And we bring all our prayers and praises to you, confident in your promise to answer us. And we pray the words that Jesus taught us, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, would you give me a follow on social media? You can see at the bottom there, maybe it's a little small, at FR Frank Pavone, my handle, my address on Truth Social, on Getter, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Facebook, it's Father, Father Frank Pavone. But you'll find me. Let's connect. Let's connect online. I'd love to have you as a friend, a follower, and a connection, or whatever the different platforms call it. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Some of you are on LinkedIn, I know. But it's great to be connected on these social media platforms. I know some of you are watching me right now on these platforms. And uh, let's, let's keep it that way. Let's encourage each other. Let's be in communication. Uh, and we're praying for you each day. Connect also with the Right Side Broadcasting Network. We're happy for our partnership with them. Uh, make sure you're on Getter, by the way. They broadcast our uh, our programs all the time, and we're grateful for that partnership as well. Uh, right Side Broadcasting is at RSB Network, and uh, they do a great job, as you know, bringing us President Trump's rallies and all kinds of other MAGA news. MAGA news. Ultra. Ultra MAGA. Get your ultra MAGA hat. It'll be great if you if you're with me on these social media platforms. Send, send me a send me a photo of of you with the. Let me see what kind of hat you have. Is it the ultra MAGA? Is it Make America Great Again? Is it Keep America Great? Is it Trump 2024? There's all different kinds of versions of this. You know, actually, I I, I have a hat uh, like this that says Make the Court Great Again, and I think in large measure we've. Uh, We've accomplished that as evidenced by these recent decisions. Boy, we've had a string of victories over these last couple of weeks that have been just fabulous. Ultra MAGA. Let's do it. Let's make America great again, yet again. And we do it by rooting it where it was already rooted originally, in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm grateful for your witness to that gospel, for your witness to life, for your work in these midterm elections, the most important ones that we have had in our history. Please spread the word about this program. Let other people know about Praying for America so that we can increase our online audience. And please do let me hear from you. You know, by the way, our website for our main ministry, Priests for Life, is endabortion.us. That's my full-time work endabortion.us. Connect with our website, please. You'll, you'll find a lot of good resources there uh, for many, many, many dimensions, all the dimensions, actually, of the pro-life movement. That's endabortion.us. Thank you, friends. Father Frank Pavone here. We will look forward to joining you tomorrow night once again. God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.